Two entitled parents demand that their child hold the very venomous green mamba that their spoiled child is absolutely obsessed with at the zoo. But even after they are obviously told no, that's not going to happen, they freak out and cause a massive scene. And I honestly could not be more baffled by their stupidity. Here's what happened. So I work at a zoo and we're mostly closed for the winter, but our reptile house is still open because it's kept at the same temperature year round. I'm working and I'm showing people what the different animals are and I'm answering their questions when a family consisting of two parents and one kid come into the reptile house. They're mostly just chilling and hanging out, doing what all visitors do. That is, until I hear the kid say that he wants to hold the green mamba. Normally, we let kids hold some of the reptiles if they are non-venomous and non-aggressive. But green mambas are venomous, and this one in particular gets really aggressive when near people. The parents come and they actually ask me if their kid can hold it, and I tell them that he can't for all the above reasons. And they then relay this message over to this kid. But this is not what this spoiled brat wanted to hear, because he then throws a massive fit. Apparently, his favorite color is green, and he only wanted to hold that snake. We had other green snakes, and thinking back, I should have just gotten a different snake and told him it was a green mamba to avoid all of this garbage, but at the time, I just didn't think of it. These two stupid parents actually come back to me again, asking if their son can hold the green mamba, and I firmly said, no, he can't do that. And after I said this, it was then the parents' turn to get upset. And not only upset, they got very loud, and they started calling me a terrible zookeeper, and that I should apparently just let their kid hold the snake. Eventually, and thankfully, my manager hears the commotion, and so did pretty much every other guest. My manager comes over to see what's wrong. They tell him that I'm not letting their kid hold a snake. When our zoo lets kids hold snakes all the time, there is really only five snakes that we let people hold, mostly because snakes don't like being held. So my manager, trying to fix the situation as best as he could, tells the parents and the kid to follow him as he would find a snake that they actually could hold. But they didn't want to hold another snake. They stopped him in his tracks and they said, we want to hold this one, the green mamba. And they demanded that it had to be this one snake. He then looks at them and tells them exactly what I told them, stating that we can't let guests hold venomous snakes. And wouldn't you guess it, after hearing exactly what they didn't want to hear, they started yelling at my manager as well. Now, my manager doesn't have a lot of patience, so he just tells them to get out or he's going to call security to force them out. They promptly left, but not without yelling some terrible remarks towards us, basically saying that they're never coming back. And honestly, with all things considered, I truly hope they never come back. The parents in this story are literally just complete idiots. Like, there's literally no other way to describe them. They were demanding for their kid to hold a green mamba. For some context, if you get bit by a green mamba, it quite literally shuts down your ability to breathe. I mean, that does not sound like a good time. And with all that in consideration, this snake will literally unalive you. Like, there's just no way around it. And these stupid parents were like, no, but our kid wants to hold it, please. Like, how stupid can you possibly get? So it's honestly probably really smart that the zookeepers say, nope, you're not holding a venomous snake, which is a lot different than a constrictor snake, but still equally as scary. I mean, snakes in general just freak me out for the most part, and I'm really not a big fan, so I just cannot understand anybody being like, ooh, let me hold that one. Like, nope, I'm out. I'm not going to get near any of those. So hopefully these entitled parents educate themselves, because their spoiled brat of a child clearly has them well-trained to pretty much give them anything that they want. And apparently that includes a highly venomous snake. My coworker criticized me and mocked me, claiming that I'm not working hard enough and that I'm not doing enough in the restaurant that we work at. And now it's making me question 
everything that I've currently been working for, and I honestly don't know what to do. So I went into the service industry to challenge myself. I have pretty bad social anxiety disorder, and so I thought if I put myself in an uncomfortable environment, I tough it out and come out the other end a better and more mature person. My parents agreed, my therapist agreed, and everyone was happy I was taking this step. But I don't really have a good time at the restaurant, and the thought of going back takes over all my thoughts in any given week. Everyone said to get out of my comfort zone, but they didn't mention that I may be in that uncomfortable zone indefinitely without the ability to improve. Now, let it be noted, the job itself doesn't make me uncomfortable. I've never felt nervous or incapable, even in the busiest of hours. I've never seen that kind of person, and even within my training days, I was totally calm, and I remember them being busy days. However, I made no connections. I really don't have any friends, and I am surrounded by people, yet I am very alone. The only thing that I have is that I have a good work ethic, and at least I know I'm doing a good job when it comes to keeping up with the buzzing tables, running foods, drinks, helping the servers, and so on, which in all honesty isn't hard, but at least I do it well. And then, last shift, one of my co-workers pulled me aside and told me he had to have a serious talk. He said I need to pick up the pace because I was apparently going too slow, which I can understand. It sucks to have mistakes pointed out to you, but I mean, I will take it in stride and just do better. But he felt the need to keep going and could have just asked me to work faster, but he didn't. He went on to talk about how we all make the same pay and that they're all busting their butts while I'm barely working and making the same, then started comparing me to a tortoise. At that point, I got defensive and I said, look, I've been buzzing tables all day, to which he then commented about the pay thing again and actually called me a tortoise again, though this time started making mocking noises and finished it all off by saying, and that's how we all feel. I came out of that interaction thinking how weird it was. First of all, this is the first time anyone has complained about my work. I'd understand if he had asked me before to pick up the pace, and I didn't. And then if he had to tell me again, then yeah, I'd understand the rant. However, this is the first time anyone has called me out on anything. It's also the first time someone's had something to say about my work that isn't positive or a compliment. I feel like it was super weird to go on a whole rant on why I should pick up the pace instead of acting like a normal co-worker and simply asking me to do so. And now, because of a very simple request that was, in my opinion, completely unnecessary, turned into some massive confrontation. I am now questioning my position in the restaurant as a whole, in terms of how everyone sees me. And honestly, who was we in that situation? The fact that he said that this is how we all feel really makes me paranoid. Is it the server assistants? The servers themselves? Is it the whole restaurant? I plan on at least confronting the co-worker that talked to me. I will say that I appreciate the honesty, and if he ever needs to tell me that I've messed up in the future to do so, but to simply tell me and not go on a rant again because I don't need it and I shouldn't be talked to that way. Somehow, I feel like I'm overreaching, but at the same time, no one has ever talked to me that way in any job I've ever had. It was completely out of left field and it felt mildly personal. No matter how much I try to think of it this way, I can't help but feel like he's trying to tell me that we don't want you here. If you were to inform a coworker that they're making work harder for you, how would you word it? Do you agree with my coworker's approach? I'm new to the service industry. Maybe this is more common than I think. I mainly feel useless because I haven't been working for long. Maybe about two months in total. That's it. I feel obligated to keep working at least another three to four months before quitting so I can feel like I actually tried. But in all honesty, a lot of me is really just pushing
pushing to quit right now. I really thought I could do this. My friend, who is also socially anxious, during high school would tell me how working at a restaurant brought him out of his shell and he's been much more outgoing and he now makes good money as a bartender. I guess the promise of the change in personality coupled with the promise of good pay intoxicated me. I came in to work in the restaurant with the most positive dispositions, but now I find that I have very little of that left and I worry that it shows and I honestly don't know what to do. Honestly, that place sounds super toxic. I've also worked in the food industry and I don't think I've ever had a coworker come up to me and say, yo man, you gotta start working harder. Like, screw that. That guy's a jerk. I would not take that coworker's advice seriously because you know what? That guy's probably worked there for like 12 years and he hates the fact that there's a new guy in the kitchen. And the fact that he was mocking you and claiming that this is how we all feel is borderline bullying. I would honestly go straight to your manager and say, hey, this one coworker is harassing me at work and let them take care of it. And don't for a second put yourself in a position where this guy can then make weird comments towards you and basically put you down to the drop of a hat. He is not your manager. He is just another coworker. So don't tell him that he can correct you. Screw that guy. That guy seriously is just a jerk. And you'll run into a lot of those in the food industry as well, unfortunately. A lot of jaded, angry people who work there just to make ends meet. There can be diamonds in the rough, so to say, but from my personal experience, those are far and few between. Also, if you feel like you need to quit because this job has turned into some toxic, weird environment, then go ahead and quit. Like, there's no shame in saying, you know what, this job is not for me. And forcing yourself to keep working for three to four months on a job that you know for a fact is not where you want to be at sounds absolutely miserable. So start the process of looking for another job. If this is the work environment that you're currently dealing with, I can guarantee you that you're not the first person in this company's history to leave after just a few months. So I just wouldn't be so hard on yourself. And I would not listen to what this guy is saying to you because he literally doesn't know what he's talking about. And if anything, he's just a massive bully who clearly needs to be put in his place. An entitled old man stops his car and parks it in the middle of the road and refuses to move it and park in an actual parking spot. But once I threaten to call the police or an ambulance to try and take care of this old man. He changed his tune, got in his car, and moved out of the way. Here's what happened. So something bizarre happened to me yesterday. I was pulling into a parking lot when the car in front of me suddenly came to a complete stop in the middle of the lane. Its owner, an older white man, turned it off and got out and started walking into the nearest store in the strip mall. Yeah, you heard that right. He just parked his car in the middle of the lane, in the middle of the road. I could have gotten around it if I really really tried, but it would be dangerously close to either his car or the other parked cars. I lightly tapped my horn twice at him, seeing as how I was essentially stuck now. He turned around and I rolled down my window and I said to him, hey man, that's not a parking space. He dramatically pointed at my car and did this right this way motion with both hands, sort of aiming at the very narrow path that I guess he thought I should be able to get through. So I repeated myself again, sir, that's not a parking space. I can't get around you. He responds by saying, Why is it that one of you people every time just go around? So this led me to believe that, oh, he's done this before. I say to him, Sir, what are you doing? That's not a parking space. I need you to move your car. Mind you, there's no way I'm getting around him. He responds to me by saying that I apparently just need to mind my own business. So I reiterate myself again, saying, Come on, you can't park there. Just please move your car. At this point, his lips were doing that weird shake thing that old people do when they hang their mouths open. I guess he thought he was being intimidating or something. He stepped up to my window and yelled at me, you want to make me? So yeah, I was right. He's definitely done this.
done this before, and he's being an aggressive jerk. Now, I've read online where other people have interacted with older Karens, and there's apparently a card that you can play that can bypass this sort of attitude. I look at him with actual concern, and I say, Sir, are you okay? Do you know where you are right now? He looks at me and says, What? I repeat myself, Are you with someone? Is there someone who's supposed to be helping you today? At this point, he looked confused, which is exactly what I wanted. As he said, Wait, what are you doing? I respond by saying, Do you need help? It sounds like you don't know where you are, and I'm worried for you. Is there anyone I can call for you to help you out? It was at this point that I'm pretty sure he caught on to what I was doing, and he switched back from being confused back to being angry. He responds aggressively by saying, I don't know. Is there anyone I can call for you? And I wasn't sure if this was some kind of weird, veiled threat, so I just kept up the act, and I said, Sir, it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. You just stay right there, and I'll call someone who can come help you. Don't worry. It'll be okay. Just don't move, and I'll call for an ambulance. At this point, I backed into a parking space that had opened behind me and pulled out my phone. I really was just going to call 911, but only because he was too confrontational to be left unattended in the public. Of course, as with most bullies, the moment they realize they don't have any power over you, he gave up, muttered something to me, and got back in his car and left. On my way out of the parking lot, I saw that he had miraculously found his way into a parking spot on the other side of the lot. And honestly, he probably should have done that in the first place and saved both of us a lot of trouble. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price, and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. What a weird situation to be stuck in. Literally, they're just driving down the road and some guy just stops in the middle of the road to go shopping or something like that. I mean, what an absolute jerk. And I think the original poster is right. He has clearly done this before and he wanted to be some weird entitled old person and not move in the slightest. But I absolutely love what the original poster's done. I have never seen anybody pull this off. But it's really cool to see that it actually worked. This guy changed his tune completely and he straightened up and got back in his car and found 
found a parking spot, which he should have done in the first place as it is. But thankfully, this weird entitled old man didn't get his way, and he was forced to get back in his car and move it to a parking spot, because the way he was acting definitely seemed like he was losing his mind, and hopefully in the future, he won't act like this moving forward. My bus driver was playing music at an unreasonable volume, and when I tried to tell them to turn it down, they became incredibly passive-aggressive and very rude, and I honestly was so surprised. So this happened back in high school. I took the school bus to and from school, as I didn't have a car at the time. One day, I got on the bus after school, and I noticed that we had a new bus driver. They change up bus drivers all the time, so this wasn't a huge shock. I sat down in the front row seat on the right side of the bus, across the aisle from the driver, and right in front of the stairs. Kids were still boarding, so the bus wasn't moving, but the radio was on. I don't remember what the station was, and it doesn't honestly really matter. All I know is that it was playing just a bit too loud for my taste. It wasn't blasting, just one notch above what I'm comfortable with. I'm autistic and a bit sensitive to noise, and while this was nowhere near loud enough to make my brain shut down, it was a bit uncomfortable. And so this is the resulting conversation between me and the bus driver. So as I'm leaning over so that she can hear me over the general chatter of the bus, I say to the bus driver, excuse me, could you please turn the music down just a little bit? The bus driver didn't answer for a moment. She then got on the radio PA system, temporarily paused the music, and said to the entire bus, just so you all know, I'm going to be playing the radio. My son works for the radio station, so I'm not going to turn it off. Did you pick up on that, by the way? I told her to please turn it down a little bit, not to turn it off completely. While it is possible that she misheard me, the chatter of the other kids was not that loud that day. There wasn't much interference nearby because none of the talkative people sit in the front row. Even if she had misheard me, I made sure to ask extremely politely. I wasn't using any sort of tone, and my volume was exactly the kind anyone would use in a moderately crowded room. It was abundantly clear I was not being rude or hostile. But for some unexplainable reason, instead of politely turning and saying something like, oh, I'm sorry, but my son works for the radio station as a DJ. I like to have the radio on so I can hear him. She decided to be passive-aggressive. Being incredibly shy, I never asked again or bothered to clarify what I'd said. I was far too intimidated. From that point onward, I just brought headphones to school just to wear on the bus to slightly dampen the noise. I'm not sure if I was the one being entitled here. If I was, then I'll just blatantly accept that. But I felt like she overreacted to a polite request, and it honestly just came off as rude. Okay, so call me crazy, but I'm honestly not on the original poster side on this one. Here you have a bus driver who's driving teenage kids to and from school, and they probably have to hear the weirdest conversations on planet Earth. And the one thing that drowns out that noise and allows them to do their job without losing their mind is probably the radio. And I bet there's probably some kind of rules associated with their job where they can't have headphones on or anything to drown out those kids in the back. I don't know if you've ever ridden the bus, but personally, I've never had a good experience on the bus. But now that I'm an adult, I have a lot more sympathy for the bus driver. And I definitely remember some of the garbage that bus drivers I knew about had to go through on a daily basis with some of these kids. So was it entitled for the original poster to request that the music get turned down just a little bit? Not completely, in my opinion, but I also think that the original poster probably should have just said nothing. And unfortunately, the bus driver response is not surprising to me. When it comes to high school kids, sometimes being polite just doesn't work. They will eat you alive if you act like that. So passive aggressive and slightly rude is probably the only way they can get these kids off their backs. And I'm speaking as somebody who remembers who I was as a high school student. And boy, was I obnoxious. So in my 
my opinion, I think the bus driver's doing nothing wrong by having the radio on while they're driving their bus around. And I think the original poster had it right. They accommodated to their surroundings by getting headphones. And that really was a win-win situation for everyone involved. But that's just my opinion. What do you think in this situation? Do you think the original poster was being rude for asking them to turn down the radio? Or do you think the bus driver could have been a lot nicer to the original poster and just turned it down one notch? Leave a comment down below. We'd love to hear it. An entitled Karen doesn't watch her child at the pool and freaks out on me when I save him from falling in the pool. And I'm honestly just so sick of it. So my first job was at 16 years old and it was a type of customer service job. I was a lifeguard at a very busy major indoor pool. Weirdly, it was very similar to the job of a front desk person in so many ways. Dealing with the public, keeping people from doing stupid things with a stupid smile plastered across my face. It was definitely exhausting. This one particular day, I was patrolling the shallow end of an Olympic-sized swimming pool. There was a very large, shallow, hot tub-type separate area of the pool with a bench seating area all around that sported lots of jets and so on. We used it to teach young children, so it was called the teach pool. And trust me, every single one of those kids would pee in that pool, or much worse, if you know what I mean. But on Sunday, adults would come in with kids and family members for a public swim. Many of them would sit stewing in this filthy pool, and it honestly was just disgusting. But whatever, just toss in more chlorine, turn the filter to max, and hope that nobody gets cholera. So this one Sunday, with a pool full of well over 1,200 patrons, as we were encouraged to call them, and a teach pool with another 80 people, full staff of guards on duty, all of us just trying to make sure that all 1,200 heads resurfaced every 30 seconds or so, and nobody was left on the bottom of the pool at closing time. A truly impossible job, but we did our best. I was constantly scanning my zone and looked over at the teach pool. A tiny toddler was walking along the bench seating area. Two mommies, both presumably named Karen, were chatting with each other, and mommy Karen had her back turned to little Johnny as he was wandering along the bench. I saw this one coming from a mile away, and I headed over. I was almost there when a powerful jet blew Johnny's feet out from under him, and in a splash, he goes out to the middle of the teach pool, just a few inches over his head, and he's circling the central drain. It was almost funny in a way, if it wasn't just moments from being a horrible tragedy, but I was there in a flash, so I jumped in and pulled this kid out before the top of his head was even wet. I walked back up to Mommy Karen, tapped her on the shoulder, and said, um, is this your kid? She said, no, my little Johnny is right here, as she looks around back and forth. Then she freaks out, screams at me, and rips little Johnny out of my arms, scaring little Johnny and causing him to cry. After that, she runs to the changing rooms. Now, over my short career, this or something like this has happened at least 35 times before I stopped counting, and it just became routine. Most were simply pullouts like this one. Some were much more serious. In fact, some of them were full-on water rescues. Some were dealing with epileptic seizures or major fractures or suspected spinal injuries, people falling backwards off of a 10-meter tower, and so on and so on. But the one constant in all of these situations, I was never, not a single time, ever thanked by anybody. That really sucks. This original poster literally saved this kid's life and probably prevented a really serious accident, all because his stupid mom was not paying attention. And how does she react? She freaks out and runs away, basically implying that this person had nefarious intentions, which is honestly insane. If anything, that entitled Karen and anybody who doesn't watch their kids the way that they should, 100% in my opinion, should be banned from that pool completely. They're clearly irresponsible and they should not be allowed to come back here because that's just a liability waiting to 
happen. But I totally understand where this original poster is coming from. Customer service in all of its areas is a completely thankless job. You help people out, you do your job well, and people still treat you like garbage. And it really does suck. But you know what? At least you saved some lives doing this. And it sounds like you did this a lot. So good for you for being a good person and a good lifeguard, regardless of if these stupid Karens are going to thank you or not. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.